Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Steve. And I'm Jim. And let's get right into it. All right, Jim. So, uh, you know, it's been a while uh, since we, we've spoken. Um, you know, a whole week. And so... <laughs> it, has, it has been. No joke, it has been. That's right. That's right. And so uh, tell me about yourself. What, what, what happened this past week? Well, let me start off by... So, uh, so uh, you know, ghostly. Well, let me start off by saying you're in the presence of a lottery winner. A lottery winner? You won the lottery? Yeah. I won $10. <laughs> I was really excited for you for a second. And I was uh, like, how did I not hear of this? I was ready to get like showered with gifts. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so there's this running joke in my family with lotteries. Uh-huh. I always win the lottery on scratch-offs. And it's you do you for some reason you always win the scratch offs at Christmas time. You I always always win. always win, and it's weird. A few Christmases ago, my sister was so upset that I kept winning that she stole my lottery ticket, and so I had to get hers, and hers was the winning one, so I ended up winning. So it's just like, <laughs> so we got them in our Easter baskets. We got lottery tickets, and um, I, it was like a two dollar one, and the thing was like match the numbers win the prize right right but or you can like just scratch the money sign and win like free money and so we're scratching it and everyone's like scratching it. i'm just like all right here we go winner <laughs> like the first thing that comes up <laughs> the first one you scratch <laughs> yeah but it did get me to thinking about what you just mentioned um and i've had this i've thought about this way more than i should have for the odds but i want but i want to hear what you think how much money in the lottery when you win is is enough money that you'd be like, okay, I'm going to give it to other people. And then what's that breakdown look like? Yeah, yeah. I think, at least for me, it would have to be at least a million dollars. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anything, anything left is like buying a house. I'm sorry. No, nothing goes to you guys, you know. But a million dollars, you can buy a house. Granted, not a giant house, but yeah. you, can, you can buy a house. And still have enough to give to people, but at a million, it'd probably just be immediate family. I'm sorry, Jim. That's okay. You know, maybe maybe I'll buy you like a few like gifts. a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, um, but uh, but yeah, or else it's gonna be house and then family and then right. some gifts for Jim. Um, but no, then we start getting into the hundreds of millions. Well, wait, wait, hundred millions a lot. I'm saying like, let's say you win. A normal amount like 10 20 30 50 like nothing nothing crazy you win 20, when you win in the hundreds you could do whatever you want anything that's more than a million so it's if it's a multiple of a million now you have too much money so. <laughs> yeah but like you gotta you gotta remember here you don't get the million uncle sam gets half of that right off the bat yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that million yeah, dollar home i'm assuming your question was take home oh okay sure 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 take home uh, i don't know there was gonna be a caveat of like oh no steve this was pre-tax <laughs> uh you gotta take tax into account over here well it'll ruin you know burst your bubbles steve <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's say you had like 10 million 10 million post-tax post-tax yeah post-tax. okay okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I definitely at least give a million to my parents, and my yeah. s- one one to my sister, and then I don't know. We'll see what who who like <laughs> who wants my favor at that point. You know, I'll just like fan some money on my face and be like, oh, oh, who who wants some over here? You yeah, know? Do you think that amount of money would? Change? I'm gonna I'm gonna run the I'm gonna run the Stephen Fund <laughs> where you have to submit an essay of why essay. the money would be good for you. You know. <laughs> now, do you think that much money would change you? Uh yes, <laughs> but not in the way that in like it'll change my personality in that. Like I'll, I'll I'll be greedier, like you know, like not willing to share anything. Cause right, right. I'm I'm a pretty you know giving person. Like I I'm 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 willing. I have no money, and so I wouldn't think that having more money means I'll be less giving. Well, I'm wondering because they have so <laughs> many they have so many movies what? like that, where like the guy like the Eddie Murphy with no money gets all the money, and then he's so pompous, and he's just like betting on people and stuff 
And yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. like, where's that line? You know? Yeah, no, no. I definitely, you know, change my personality in, in terms of, like, I'll be more willing to to do whatever. Because right now... Oh, right, right. Right, right now, my personality is, you know, save as much money as possible. Right, you right, know? right. Why go spend it there on that type of car? You right, know, right, right. Uh, Honda is just as good. It gets me from point A to point B. Right. But when you've got several million to go and spare, you're like, you know what? Let's splurge on the Ferrari. <laughs> so do, do you think, do you think you'd be one of those people who would buy all the stuff you want and then be like, well, now what? And then search for ways to spend your money or would you just live your life and then, you know, go. No, 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 no. I think I'd be intelligent enough to make sure that the money is going to go into something that then I just live off passively oh, off right. of it. Right. So I'm going to spend what I want to on on the things that I've always dreamed of before I die, and then and then just keep it all in some something that'll just give me passive income that I'll be fine with for the rest of my life, and then you know not work and just live live like that just live be at home and do whatever i want yeah right right so it's interesting that you mentioned a million dollars because when we were in high school back then it was oh, make it sound like we're so old back uh, then you a, know. Few, a few depressions since then <laughs> a few depressions i mean realistically, that's a great way to measure time yeah <laughs> we've been through two depressions right, 2010 11 yeah. and then yeah uh 2020 yeah yeah and now we're in a big one too so this is like 2022 so there's like we're in yeah. three um back then they said if you save a million dollars by the time you retire you're set for life like you can earn like you said live off the money and somehow like get the interest and all the junk right right but but now all these years later they're saying million dollars isn't going to be enough and i'm thinking to myself how many people have a million dollars? Like that's a lot, a lot of money. Not a lot of people have a million dollars. I can tell you that much. It always is the retirement goal to get a million dollars, but a lot of people don't do that because they'll break into that piggy bank sometimes, you know. Oh yeah. And uh it also gets hard when you get old. You have it's always funny when people save up all this money for retirement. And I get it. That's where you get make the most money. Yeah. But you'll be too old to do anything with it. Exactly. And at the same time, it's gonna start medical expenses are gonna start chipping away at it like crazy. Yep. They're just knocking on the door. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta find the right balance, I think, personally. You know, where you spend some now, save some for later, just yeah, to like yeah, yeah, yeah. live off of, but you know, just do good enough in your life right now that you'll you can do both. <laughs> yeah i agree but like you know when you think about you know just just salary wise what what is it i, I feel like oh, seventy thousand or up is like the top what 10 percent or something i was just looking at that actually i want to quickly look at because, it uh because it's actually quite low what counts as like like quite low salary wise in, in terms of what counts as like the upper echelon of society. Yeah. Here You're we go. Married. So this was what I was looking yeah. at. You take our age and then it has the graph of, of where people are on the curve. All right. So, uh, I'm going to put a percentage based on age. Yeah. Right. So like to your point, when you're saying $70,000, if you're older, you have a better chance of making that money than if you're younger. So right. I so I was looking up where are we at our age compared to people, right? All right. So if I were to look up uh, the the fifty percentile, this is the median at at the age of I, I would put my age, but you're older, so I'm going to put your age in here. All right. Not a few months. <laughs> hey, it's a whole year. It's a whole year. That's that's how it is. <laughs> At, at 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 your old age, uh, the 50th percentile is $50,000, $50,000. So that means half of the people our age are making more than that and half are making less. Right. Now, because the people at the top are making lots, lots, lots more, 
the actual average is 63,000. But remember, like, this is median because, like, half the people are, are both sides, right? Yeah. And the graph yeah, changes. usually is a, is a better yeah. statistic to use. Yeah. Right. And, and like you said, the graph changes based on the age you put in. So, like, if I were to put in, I don't know, 60, right? That's like an older person, right? Uh, the requirement starts kicking in. They should have more. Yeah, You've let's see here. House investments, you know. 60 uh would be oh that's not that's not that big of a difference fifty one thousand eight hundred sixty one well yeah the, the graph is super similar okay right right yeah i guess everybody's bunched up so but like does it say what what counts as like the top 10 percent oh yeah i can look it up yeah, yeah, yeah what do you want what, what percentile you want top 10 percent. let's do 10 percent. Okay. so the 90th i have both our age and at 60 so at our age, if you're making $130,000 a year or more, your top 10% percentile. Okay. That's, actually, that's actually pretty high. So that's pretty, that's, that's pretty good. And at 60 years old, you have to be making $150,400. Okay. But that's a lot of money still. Yeah, and it, it is. And the yeah. graph is crazy. It looks like a slight slope and then right at the end, it's just straight up. <laughs> like each percentile from there are just like millionaires yeah, yeah so it yeah, looks it exactly. looks to me like the mil oh wow okay so the 99th percentile okay 99th percentile so the one percent when when biden and trump are talking about the one percent the one percent is uh at our age Three hundred ninety-three thousand dollars or more. That's actually not that bad. I was expecting like, but I guess at our age we're still pretty young. That like, if you're making more than that, like. But that's so much money. Three hundred ninety-three thousand dollars. That is a lot. That's you got to be running companies at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. Or like you're owning companies. And here's the interesting thing: at age sixty. The number is lower. This is the first time I'm seeing it lower. It's three hundred seventy-nine thousand. So our generation's making more, which is kind of crazy. But I mean, it makes sense with all these internet startups and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, the tech, the tech world is just where all the money's at right now, and so yeah. So people our age, I don't know how old, you know, Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg are. They must just be like maybe ten years older than us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I, they're I, probably driving that up like crazy. At least yeah. the average, not the median, but the average for sure. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know that the uh, those software developers that work in like Google and stuff, you know, their entry level is over two hundred something thousand dollars. Right. Entry level. So you know, you've been there a few years. You're probably making in this top one percent. Yeah. But when you think about it, you're like, you're like a select few people in a select few company. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like all the other developers are not making garbage. They're making garbage. You're in the 1%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it's interesting to think about, like that's what I was saying. It's interesting to think about being a millionaire because I spend so much time thinking about winning the lottery yet. The chances of that are absolutely zero. Yes. Yes. Very close. Yeah. <laughs> Did did my sister did I tell you about my sister uh my sister's husband won the lottery? No. So ten dollars? No, real lottery. Oh, he won so, a lot of money. No, so in our hometown, uh the local paper showed his last name and said this last name just won the lottery for like a hundred million dollars. And from our hometown they're the only ones of that name that I knew. Really? Yeah. Turns out it wasn't his family. It was another. Oh, it, was it was another. another it was another family with There's the same last, last name. name, and it's a last name. Can like, you imagine trying to like you're reading the paper, and all of a sudden you see your last name in the paper saying you won the lottery, and you're like, "What happened? Well, my Mom, sister, Dad, do not tell me you won the lottery. The heck? My <laughs> sister was getting phone calls from her friends. Being oh like, God. can you believe he won? And she was like, if he won, he didn't tell me. And it was a whole oh thing. <laughs> yeah. And we were we were like, there's no way. Because like my last name is pretty unique. Your last name is pretty unique. His last name is pretty unique. It's like, and it's a small town. Not unique. In our, home, in our hometown, it's unique. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not a big in town. Canada, it's not unique. Yeah, we're like the Smiths of Canada. <laughs> we 
but like in in our hometown you knew all the family names yes yeah so yeah it was really disappointing (laughs) but yeah yeah so i won the lottery we did easter finally oh i did easter finally finally we did easter uh which was fun it was fun to do easter i got an easter basket with the candy and the lottery tickets and stuff right right uh celebrated my sister's birthday because um, okay. of because my parents got covid and then my sister was traveling for work it was like a whole thing um during this week also so i just started this new job and they were just like hey you know it'd be fun if you just go to tennessee next week so i guess i guess fyi yeah, i can't do the pod next week we're gonna have to take a week off <laughs> <laughs> i'll be in tennessee next week for you work can't do it from, from nashville just go to like a nashville bar and probably uh, could i heard the nightlife there is crazy oh is like, it like louisiana there's supposed to be like a downtown area and practically bars are on top of bars on top of bars and like all down the street or something like that oh like, wow like uh what's it called new orleans style you yeah, know? Yeah, so, yeah 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 i mean i'm going for wednesday thursday friday and oh, yeah crazy. and i think it's like so the way so here's what happened and you I should just stay the weekend and visit Nashville. i can't i have an event on saturday oh okay but <laughs> yeah uh my dad's suggestion was just stay the whole week and then like go the full week but i have work i have to do during this week um but yeah, it's funny. They book everything. Well, so they tell you what to book, but they don't book it for you, which is really annoying. I spent maybe like five hours of my day figuring out these online systems and like you have to book the flight, but you got to do it through their system and their system doesn't oh, pick God. the seats. And I ended up with middle seats because they, they told me you have to oh, go next. The worst. They well, told me it's a local flight. So they told me you have like to go hour. next. <laughs> They're like, you have to go next week. I was like, our flight's available for next week yeah you get it i look on the flight there's like two seats you know um yeah i booked all the stuff uh and it was it was it was such a hassle but they tell you also this class no the heck no i don't i fly poor person poor person (laughs) i fly poor oh that was a thing that happened so here's what happened i'm trying to book the flight for the way there and these airline companies are out of control. Let me just say they're out of control right now. There should right. just be cheap flight, cheap seats and expensive seats. And if you want to do a middle section, fine. But like cheap seats, you have first class. And if you want to do like more leg room, maybe like bigger chairs. Okay, fine. That's yeah. it. Three. Three is the max. Okay. I Two agree. is what it should be. There were six different sections on this plane. And the problem is I don't know what my company pays for. So the seat I clicked, it was like, oh, that's a preferred seat because it's in the front middle of the plane. As if as if that as if that part of the plane doesn't matter. But oh, the seats right bef- behind it over the wing, oh, those are cheap seats. Anybody could sit there, right? So so I'm going to book the, the flight, and the problem is I don't know what I can buy with – I'm through the company system. Just book the most expensive. Well, they have to reimburse me, so I'm paying. So if there's an yeah, issue so, – yeah, yeah, and I'm what if they don't good. reimburse like, me oh, I'm out the money? I wasn't told any sort of rules over here. You just uh, told me you're going to reimburse me. Well, it's funny you say that because when I was booking the hotel – I was like, I just do what we do when we book. I look for the cheapest hotel. And what are you doing? <laughs> I did that in I did that when they sent me to Boston and then they I got put into the industrial section next to the hospital. Okay? And you know it's a bad hotel when they give you complimentary earplugs and they say, "Sorry, we know our hotel is loud." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh god, where did I book?" Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I was sorting for cheapest because Nashville's expensive and I don't know the rules on reimbursement and price. And it was like literally last minute. And the HR admin lady was like, oh, yeah, we're all self-service now. So I don't do it for you. You do it yourself. Isn't that great? I was like, no, it's not great. Yeah, you, you I, should... just, I just gave you the go ahead to book whatever you well, want. So, so here's what happened. We have the group chat at work. And I was like, a bunch of the cheap hotels are booked. Where are you guys staying? 
And people are throwing out these hotel names. I'm looking them up. They're like $300 a night. I'm like, that's what I'm telling you. You're doing it wrong. You were supposed to book business class and then you were supposed to book the four seasons. You know? <laughs> well, so what, so what happened was one of my coworkers said, Oh, I booked this hotel because it's got a spa and a workout room. And I love to get my workouts in in the morning. And I'm just like, okay, I'm looking at this as in, I would never do this lifestyle. I'm trying to book a hostel. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to get these costs down. And the, so then I was like, you know what? $300 a night. Boom. Put it in there. And you're, you're exactly right. I put it into the system. It came out to like, God knows. This was like, the flight was like 500 because I had to get the premium seats because it was a thing. And then the hotel was like a grand. So like with, oh, and then like, I'm going to be Ubering. So, you know, got to cover that later. Yeah. Uh, and then they give you per diem on top. It was like $2,000 for, for two days in Nashville. And so <laughs> I messaged my boss. I was like, can I not go? Like we're doing virtual all the time now. Can I not go? And you just give me two thousand dollars, <laughs> right? I mean, say that you said that's your boss. Yeah, and she said that's not how it works. The travel money is like a different type of money, and it's yeah. like it doesn't count in their budget or something somehow. And they're like, yeah, yeah, well, no, yeah. It's budgeted separately. It's yeah. a separate thing. It's like in a different category. So it's so weird because when they when they try to pay you, they're like, oh, we need five people. It's going to cost us like. $50,000 each times five, we need $250,000, right? But then they're like, okay, got it. And they're like, travel? Oh, I don't know. With variable, I don't know. But just put 100K in that bucket. Let's see what happens. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't save money there. That's why. Use up use up the bucket as quick as possible. Why? Take it away from the other people. Go on our four seasons, go on business class. Well, you can change your seat right now to business class. <laughs> so here's the craziest thing too. I booked all that thing. I told my boss and she said, she told me that. And then she said, uh, hey, did you use Amazon's card? And I was like, what? And she's like, oh yeah, like, um, you know, we give you a corporate card for traveling. And I was like, I've been working during COVID, like there's no travel. And she's like, oh yeah, you can apply for a corporate card, but like, don't. Because what we all do is we put it on our credit card, we get the points and the miles, yeah, and then yeah. then, uh, then they reimburse us. And I'm just like- That's what I do. I what get is the this flight system? Point, and then I have I, I have the, the Hilton card. <laughs> so then you book a Hilton and you get the points, then you get a free stay. Jim, Jim, you're so you're so like weak. This is this. a what whole is... underground system of illicit traveling here. Yeah, that's how it is. It's everyone knows the rules. They're unwritten rules, and everyone's agreed upon them. Even management, they don't care at that point. This is why they need you to go. They need you to go. This is why everything's so expensive. What? Everything is so expensive because of that? No, Are my these... gas prices and my steaks at the grocery store are not expensive because. I'm charging. Oh, I'm they're charging passing down the costs. Everything's no, no, passing no, no, it down. And I feel like the airline companies and the hotels are in on it. I feel like they're just like, yeah, of course we have a business class. Of course. And it's it's twice as expensive for an extra inch. And and you should get it. And everybody's like, well, it's not my money. Click. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> oh, it. Oh, my God. Exactly so I have the preferred seats and I have the nice hotel. <laughs> and... <laughs> And it's funny because I felt so dirty and so guilty doing it. I'm I'm asking, is this okay? Little did I know, people are doing this, not giving a hoot, just running around, just oh yeah, oh a few grand. Hey, it's travel budget, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's gonna be an experience. Oh, well, the reason I brought up the money was because they then book your nights when you're talking about nights. I have to have dinner with the groups and they book the nights. And so I was just like, they, they had an email chain and I was so swamped. I was just like, I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. And so right. the invite comes in and they were like, <laughs> they're like uh, what they call surplus per diem. So I get the per diem to just go. Okay. It's right. $50 a day. I get that in my pocket. Now, they then book a restaurant for dinner and they pay for your lunch too because we're working so they're going to buy us lunch right they then book then they they book, <laughs> they book a restaurant and 
they pre they pre estimate the restaurant costs so like they could total right. the, the trip. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking through, I'm not even paying attention. And then I just see the total and I'm like, what is this, a ten thousand dollar dinner here? And I look, they booked Del Frisco's for a dinner. So was a good restaurant. It's a very expensive steak restaurant in New York and wow, Philly. Nice. Like yeah. here, it's like sixty, seventy dollars a plate, and that's just the steak, you know. So yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, somebody is also in on this. The guy who booked, <laughs> the guy who booked this is in on this. So I'm gonna have nice steak. I'll make sure it's well done. I'll take a picture for you. No. Oh, expensive steak and ass well done. Oh, it upsets me. It, you know, this might be the only place that'll cook it good. Who knows? It's hard to cook well done steak. Because no, it's not hard to cook well done steak. You just cook it very, very long, and it becomes well done, and it becomes that, tasteless. No. tasteless. That's a poor. That's a poor cook. Go eat chicken, Jim, if you want well done steak. You're crazy. You're crazy. I find it crazy when people tell Go me. Go eat broccoli waffles. It's it's because you haven't cooked a well done steak properly. You literally just put it on the grill and leave it and you're like well now i burned it and it's dry i guess it's well done no well done steak tastes like a medium or a rare they taste the same yeah they no. taste the same no i'm gonna cook you a well done steak i'm, I'm going well on steak. record here and when i cook it i'm cook gonna a well done steak and i'll cook a medium rare steak and we'll see if they taste the same if mine tastes better i'm going not on record said the here same. But okay. still, okay. this is not going to be better than mine. Well, he, let me give you an analogy that you're very familiar with. You eat well-done burgers all the time. I don't hear you complaining. I like medium burgers. But you eat well-done burgers. Yeah, and you don't, I don't really have a choice. But they you really don't, don't say well-done burgers are dry. But, but yes, they are. When I'd you, rather get a medium burger. When you, get, so when you get McDonald's, it's always well-done. Yeah, because yeah, well, you've – You've seen the patties at McDonald's. They're already gray. <laughs> <laughs> They're already gray. You just put it in that press and it comes back out. And there's, there's you got medium that. It's, it's not pink. There's no pink in there. Yeah. I wonder if those quarter pounders could even get medium. I, I wonder. Not possible. Because they're, they're pretty thin, but the quarter pounders were thick. Then maybe, I you mean, could. maybe you can do it. Maybe. I don't know. But my but point still, was you eat it and you don't like complain the about it. Puck, you just put on there and yeah, you push it down. I don't even know if you could stop it like halfway through to like see. Oh, no. I think it was like a timer lock thing or something. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll do it. Yeah. I, I, and I do. I do what you do, too. I, I do add a lot of butter to it. So at that point, they'd all taste the same. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm hope i'm hoping that when you go because my uncle who passed away unfortunately a few years ago the super rich uncle um mm -hmm. with the mega steaks he would cook well done steak and it would come out amazing and his wife eats black and blue steak which is the inside let is me, cold let me ask you yeah do you dip your steak into anything no what no okay i'll Just put sure I'll, I'll put salt put and pepper ketchup on on the side and you what are you, you talking you, about it's a ketchup mr ketchup you ordered look you ordered a mexican pizza and you're asking me you're asking me if i want ketchup you if i want ketchup on my steak <laughs> no just making sure just making sure no, because I, sometimes you boggle me. I, with, you know, I, yeah, you're mom. right. You're right. You put, I would, I you would dip guess. your pizza in ranch. I do love okay. that, but everyone does that. No, everyone does that. <laughs> I, I don't like a one sauce. I think it's too strong for steak. Steak's a bland. It's a bland meat, so it's a little much. Um, I'll do salt and pepper. Because you cook it well done. Even rare, it's a bland meat. Steak is bland. It's no, low. It's low fat. Either. It's low fat meat. Uh, but I'm trying to think. I think I've had different rubs on steak. I feel like steak might be the highest fat, other Are, than duck. Well, oh no, I'm saying that like a cut of steak is low fat compared to like chopped meat. You know, where oh, we're, yeah. you're integrating yeah. fat into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like if you get like um, prime rib, 
that fatty part is the best the edge of prime rib oh with all the seasoning and little fat bubbles yeah yeah i like that prime rib i'll have the au jus which is like a gravy they'll put with it but that's because they make it mild it's like it's not a strong right gravy yeah well it's yeah it's not thick yeah and and i'm gonna go on record and also tell you prime rib i never order well done the reason is with the filet doesn't it always come pink prime rib you can order it however you want but if you if you order it but that's the point prime rib is so thick that you can't because you want the outside to be that crispy yummy you know goodness and the inside to be cooked so you have to order it medium Um, right yeah and same thing with like the thick t-bones you know if it's a thick steak yeah i'm sorry i don't want to talk too much about steak let me go through my week. Yeah, go ahead. Before we, we so so uh, my sister just moved across the lawn. She, the she lawn. decided she decided to move into the same neighborhood as me. What? And, Wait, is this yeah. a joke? No. Why don't you guys just live together? What do you mean? Uh, why would I? No. First of all, no. Second of all. It's it's a single bedroom apartment. Just get a, uh, get one of the two bedrooms there. No, no, that'll be chaos. No, definitely not. You'd save definitely. so much money, dude. That's if not I, the point. I want my own space. I'd have shadows. We'd fight all the time. No, but anyways. Okay. Anyways, so you've seen my complex. She's There's really there. Like, she's really there. Yeah, she's really there. <laughs> she's so so. You see my complex. There's several streets. Yeah, which which street is she? The next street over. The close one? Closer to me? Literally, her apartment. Is it the is, behind is, you? Is completely like parallel to mine. Like per, like across, directly across the lawn from mine is my sister's apartment. Like the, behind you? Like at your back? At the back, yeah. So you could see her. Yeah, that's it's right yeah. open right there. Oh yeah. my gosh. So she's like where the flag guy was or whatever that guy yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Right across. I need to so know the story. How did this happen? Well, I, I didn't. First of all, she, um, we, we had this thing where she was like, "Oh, I was showing her the apartments here," and she's like, "Ah, they're nice, but it's kind of expensive." I was like, "You get a laundry inside the house." She's like, "I don't need that." What? And that is the like, number one know, selling point. I, I was like, "Yeah, that's the number one selling point. That's the whole reason I got this place." That's how I bought one. It's pretty big for its for for one person. Two. It's got laundry in there, and just those two things <laughs> for the price is is not too bad. You should tell you know? them. You, if the laundry's so, not in your place, how do you pull your back? <laughs> <laughs> you and I both picking up laundry now. <laughs> so so then she moves in this weekend, and people are asking her, "It's like, oh, why'd you choose this place?" She's like, "Oh, well, you know, laundry's inside the house." Like. Oh, oh, she said that. She said that. Wow. <laughs> and she's like, why are you making a big deal, Steve? It's like, oh, I don't know. Why am I making a big deal? The laundry in the house. Do you know when I was looking for apartments before I moved out to Pennsylvania, I had a list of things. And at the top, there were must-haves. And because I have my family, my friends are helping me look and everything. Right. That must-have list was only two things. Parking space or garage and laundry in the apartment. That was it. I think those are my two also. That's all it is. And, then, and I think also central air I might want. Also. Oh, I didn't have that, but yeah. Yeah, no, I don't want windowed windowed air conditioning. Yeah. I, I had the, wait. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I had the, uh, oh, the wait, what, do I, what did I have in my place? Oh, it was, it was outside. It was outside. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was built into the wall. Yeah. yeah. That sucked. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, this past weekend, you know, it rained all day, every day, torrential downpour. And that is when my sister decided to move. Wait, it rained this weekend? Yes. Did you not go outside your house at all in the past week? <laughs> well, I was at my parents on Sunday, and it definitely didn't rain on Sunday. No, 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 no. No, but Saturday it rained. Saturday. Like, Sunday rained in the morning. That was like the remnants. Oh, Saturday. Saturday was free comic book day. Yes, I was in. Yes, I canceled my trip to Philly because I usually walk around the whole city, and I went to just a few malls that had the comic book stores in the malls. Yeah, it was pouring all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. 
Yeah. So that's when my sister decided to move. So we had to so we had to 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 lift all the stuff into the truck and uh oh there was a, there's a crazy story there. Um my sister had one of her friends come and help us and we were in the attic bringing stuff down. Um cuz at your parents' house you're saying. At my parents' house, yeah. yeah. And the her her friend didn't realize that some of the floor wasn't floor and instead was insulation. How do you and not realize so, that? I don't know. Did just they fell through the stepping. ceiling? He stepped through the ceiling, made a giant oh! hole into the living room of my parents' place. Classic. <laughs> but he didn't fall through? He didn't fall through. That's no, kinda, no. That's kind of rare no. because most people actually fall in and then catch themselves. Well, because – yeah, well, because that's it. That's what it was. It was – there was – um. You know, he stepped uh, on the pink insulation. Stand on, and then in the middle of the pieces of wood was the insulation. He and so stood I guess, on the pink insulation. He stood on the pink insulation. Yeah, and went right through. Yes. And uh, who does so, that? <laughs> I mean, he felt he felt terrible afterwards because he was like, "Oh my god!" And when you see the damage, I can tell you, you just, you just patch it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still like crazy. My mom was freaking out. She was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Your mom must have been we're so upset. Gonna, we're never gonna for, forget the time we moved. We moved her to her new apartment. Look at this! Look at this! How big was the hole? I mean, it was the thing is give that me, like because because of how ceilings work, like the you know the, the, all the, the powder, or whatever it is, like. It, it it's not just like a like a foot sized hole that comes through. It, it was like a like a whole chunk came out, and then like all the insulation is coming out of the ceiling. So and you got to be I careful, mean, by the way. Don't hole, breathe in. It was it's it's probably the size of my torso up to my head. Like that's how like wide the hole. It's pretty was. big. You got to be careful with that insulation too, not to breathe it in when you rip it apart. Well, it's yeah, got, we didn't rip it apart. It's got we just glass like, in it. Back in. Yeah, okay. and my mom immediately. Like vacuumed yeah, and stuff. Be, My sister had even, to lift the dog up just in, just so that way he's not stepping on the fiberglass and stuff. But yeah, if you um, uh, when I bought this house, I had to I ran Ethernet cables everywhere through the house, and I was in all the attics and the walls and everything. And I I you're supposed to wear clothes when you're with that stuff and a mask and and glasses, which I'd had all right. the stuff. But I wore a short sleeve shirt because it was really hot, and. When I was done, my arm was covered in cuts, like blood, from oh, from wow. the fiberglass rubbing up against it. Yeah, and mm. then when I took a shower, I couldn't get it off. It was like in my skin. So I yeah. had to get one of those scrubbers. So you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. And then, of course, you've seen also my development when you park a truck, a moving truck – it's not up to your door, no. so you have to you have to walk it over the lawn and the sidewalk, which is now flooded because of. Oh, you couldn't the park in the. I downpour. wonder if they would have let you park in the back like that guy did. Uh, no, yeah, definitely not with a big truck like that. Definitely not. But so you went yeah. through the front door with all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, that door's small. I know, but we did it. We did it. What did it she have? Rough. What did she bring? Day. What did she have? Like bed, dressers, couch? Yeah, bed, dresser, couch, TV stand, two TVs, uh, dining room table, uh, um, another like, – yeah, what do they call the thing that with the uh, – um, girls like to have this. They put the – it's like a, a thing that has a mirror in their bedroom. Oh, like an armoire thing. An armoire is like the big, yeah, vanity. Yeah, vanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. What about boxes? How many boxes? Look through the mirror makes you vain, you know. So vanity. Yeah. No. <laughs> How many boxes did she have? Uh because you got boxes of clothes. You got boxes of kitchen stuff. Yeah. Got I mean, boxes probably, of crap. It actually wasn't too bad. It was probably like twenty boxes. The boxes were the easy part. You just put yeah. that on to a hand truck. Oh, you truck. got the hand truck. Yeah. yeah. You got to pay for all that stuff. No, we have our own hand truck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Mr. Moneybags. It, it was the big stuff that was that was a pain. The mattress was still in like plastic and the plastic was all wet and the mattress was just so heavy. 
Cause, yeah. So oh, she got was, a new mattress. New mattress. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. she's working up north now. Right. Oh, right. so she was doing the commute from your parents. Yeah, to New dude, York City. Dude. It's yeah. Yeah, your apartment's way worth it for that. You're so close. Yeah, exactly. She could probably leave any time. That's really close. Yeah, well, she wants to commute. So what's the trip park. duration to New York? Twenty minutes? Not even. No. No, no, no traffic. No. If you just drove straight no, there. No traffic. Yeah, yeah, probably. Twenty minutes, right? Like, I think that's why people usually do like a six thirty. They leave at like six thirty. They got in early. They leave early. Yeah, but she doesn't get the option of choosing her times. Uh, she works for the news, so there's like <laughs> news segment, and so you only go in. And she doesn't have like a nine to five news segment. It's like two p.m. to ten p.m. You know, something uh, like that. Yeah, let's if it's long, it's not rush hour. It's probably fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you moved yeah, her. And in. So so that was a fun day, and then the next day was Mother's Day. Oh, that's so, right. Mother's Day, too. That's right. Oh, yeah. And I brought my mom to the Moroccan place, and she loved it. Moroccan yeah, it place. Yeah, I think I spoke about it on this podcast once. You might have. I, I don't this, remember. It's this uh, nice Moroccan place that's near nearby us, and like I've gotten to know the owners. Um, and so, you know, you walk in there, and you're like, hey, Kathy, it's me again. You oh, know, that's so nice. My mom, you know, and like her her husband came out um and like talked to us and talked to my family and then like gave us stuff you know it was great that's yeah. nice i always wanted that yeah i spent enough money at the same places but yeah but you also don't talk to people no yeah i don't want to talk to the owners i want them to want to talk to me i want that's them to be like i want them to be like oh the big spenders here sushi no. tuesday kid is here no that they only know you for your money and not oh, for your that's true. yeah but how so... do you talk to these owners you just you just talk to them. I just told them, oh, I went to Morocco, you know, and like just talked about my experiences. And then he said, oh, you know, I lived there my whole life and I never went to the Sahara. I was like, oh, you know, next time, next time I go, I'll bring you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you BS them. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, okay. just gotta, you, just gotta, you know, you're right. I do like I do. I like that Arepa place. I like talking to those people. But that's yeah, that's because it's homey. It's not like an industrialized Applebee's. Yeah, okay. Well, don't try to befriend people at Applebee's because you shouldn't be eating at Applebee's. <laughs> so my birthday is coming. He's like, you know, good restaurants that are, you know, small-owned type places. My not birthday's coming up. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I've gotten to know the general manager at the local McDonald's. You know? Yeah, old Mickey D. <laughs> this weekend on the Mother's Day thing, since my birthday's coming up, my mom was like, oh, do you want to get food for your birthday? And I was like, I don't really – I'm not a big birthday person. I was like, I don't care, wherever. She's like, oh, you should pick. I was like, I don't know. Probably Applebee's is fine. And I heard my sister go, again? <laughs> and I'm just like, Karen, you say again, and every time you love their fish tacos. And she's like, they do make a good fish tacos. I'm like, exactly. So get your fish tacos and shut up. <laughs> So speaking of Mother's Day, we'll dive into the topic of, of today. We don't have much time, so hopefully we get through some of it. But, you know, it was Mother's Day, and, you know, we all know our moms are amazing. Right, Jim? Yeah. They amazing is, is a word to describe a mother. <laughs> so, so I wanted to Google about how do our... Go ahead. How do, how do our moms compare to the best moms in the animal kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing our moms, they're going to say they're the best at everything. Oh, even the animals. <laughs> so I wanted to start with the worst to uh, like, not the worst as in like, there's a top 15 here. Kay. So I'll start with 15. Kay. Okay. And then I'll talk, I'll, I'll, it, it's a learning day, so I'll just read what they do in terms of motherhood, and then you can comment on it if you can, want. Can I if guess not. one? Can I guess one? What? Is there an animal that just eats her kids? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would that but be my, on the top mothers? My, ha look, my, ha my hamsters would eat their kids, and I thought... Yeah, hamsters are not on the list. <laughs> I thought that was bad parenting, but then I was like, you know what? Eating a runt is a good idea because it strengthens the pack. And then and it sends a message to the other kids, you could be next. 
You better shape up or I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know hamsters ate each other, but they, yeah, they kill their kids if they're too weak. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, very Spartan. Very Spartan. <laughs> okay, so first one on the list, number 15, hornbills. Do you know what a hornbill is? It sounds like a bird. It is a bird, yeah. They have a big beak. Hornbills have a very peculiar, peculiar but undoubtedly safe nesting habit. The mother bird builds a nest inside the hollow part of a tree. When it is time to lay the eggs and incubate, she seals herself inside using mud and fruit. She leaves an opening that's just large enough for the father to sneak food through to her. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so hornbills will, um, you know, hide their young by sealing themselves into a tree. And that's Can I ask you a bird question? Sure. You might know this. You seem like a bird person. Like, if we, if I said I was gonna go bird watching, you'd be like, I'll come. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Sounds fun. <laughs> so, last year I had birds right outside my door. There's a whole nest. Okay. Okay. They had matured. They left. Right. I thought birds don't use each other's nests. Is that a thing? Do they come? Are there gonna be new birds this this spring using that same nest, or should I should I have swept that out? Yeah, birds use birds use each other's nests. In fact, some birds even steal each other's nests. Yeah. So I should have thrown that nest craziest, out. Craziest one is the uh I think it's the mockingbird. They um they actually lay their eggs in other birds' nests and make the other mom take care of their kid. What? Yeah, so they just like hide it. They'll just lay it with the other eggs, and then when they hatch, the mom is the other bird. Wait, mom so is the so there's a bunch the of bird. eggs, and, and then and then yeah, the baby mockingbird will kick the other children of the other bird out, so it gets the most food. Yeah. How, how does first off, how does the mockingbird get into another nest? The mom leaves to go get food. Oh, so she spies out the mockingbird spies out nests. This is a smart yeah. bird. It yeah, spies are, out nests yeah. and it's like that's one I can go. It goes yeah. in, it waits. It goes in, poops an egg. Yes. Flies and, out. But how does it get fertilized the egg? I guess pre pre, yeah. Pre-fertilized, poops out the egg, flies out, and then the baby when it awakens knows screw these other suckers. It knows. <laughs> And the mom is just like, oh, that big ugly bird is also mine. You're scared at him. Like this is what Jim would be. You know, he'd be like, yeah, have the other mom take care of my child. <laughs> but how does the other mom not know that it's a different bird? All birds look the same when they're first born. <laughs> That's so weird. And they're not very bright. Yeah, so birds aren't that smart. Care of it. Yeah, maybe it just thinks it's oh. This is my poor little mutant baby. He looks so different than the others. Yeah, it's so like, a, it, so the, the mom comes back and there's, first off, there's an extra egg. No big deal. doesn't even notice. And then it's like, oh, that's a brown egg. All my other eggs are white. Doesn't matter. I'm colorblind. And then like the, the, the birds come up and it's like, that's a chunky bird. And, and oh, where'd all my other kids go? And it doesn't, it doesn't recognize that. I'm taking care of this one. I don't know what happened to the others. <laughs> all right. I mean, mockingbirds sound pretty epic. <laughs> I feel like they'd be screwed. Okay, so number 14, the orangutan. Orangutan mothers are some of the hardest working single moms in the animal kingdom. I guess they're single moms because the dad just leaves after. <laughs> That'd be all animals, right? They leave? Some, no, some, some, some fathers. Oh, lion fathers. Father lion father stays. Father yeah, lion fathers stay with the kids. That's right. The, yeah, the exactly. moms hunt. Yeah. There's a lot, actually. Um, the seahorse, the father, is the one that bears the young. That's so. The seahorse shouldn't be on this list. It's the Caitlyn Jenner of the animals. It's not on the list, but yes. <laughs> so young orangutans remain dependent on their mothers for the longest of all primates besides humans, nursing for up to eight years. Their mothers carry them on their bellies for the first four months of life, never leaving them without physical contact. In addition to looking after the infants, orangutan mothers build a new treetop bed for them to sleep in Aww. every single night. Wow. Four months of physical contact with the baby. Talk yes. about attachment dependency. 
Oh, I wanted to mention something to you about that with dogs. You ever have anybody who said to you, my dog has like anxiety when you leave? What is that yeah. called? When you uh, uh, shoot. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. I like when you it's... leave, the dog gets all anxious and sad. Yeah, yeah. Depressed. I found out that that's something you're supposed to train your dog with when you first get the dog. They yeah. said that when you get the puppy, you're supposed to train the puppy as if it was an adult dog. So when you want to go out for the day, you go out for the day and the puppy learns, oh, Steve is leaving every day and it gets used to it. But what people do is they love puppies. So they give it all the attention for like six months and they love it every day. And then when it's older, they're like, well, now you can fend for yourself. But it, it doesn't know. It's like, well, why? Why is the world changing? Yeah, why is it changed? Yeah. 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 So crazy. In addition, in addition, a lot of people when they come home, they immediately be like, oh, hi, hi, yeah. you. And so that like uh, high the endorphins. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, so so that that also feeds into the anxiety of 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 the dog. And so you're supposed to just you're supposed to welcome him like, hey, but you're not supposed to go crazy. Right. Like what we do with dogs, you and me. Yeah. We rile those yeah. dogs also, up. Also helps if if your dog gets too excited and pees, that's how you also deal with it. Um, you don't go crazy about welcoming them. You have to, right. you know, just be a little cold hearted. Right. Okay. Keep going. We're going to, I don't know if we're going to have much time. All right, go to top three or something. But I'm not going to skip this one, number 13, because it's the polar bear, Jim. Mm. Jim's favorite animal. To prepare for pregnancy, a female polar bear eats enough. Oh, wait. Can you tell me anything since you did a study on polar bears? I can. I can tell you from fourth grade. I was an expert back then. Polar bears have yellow skin. No, yellow fur. But it looks white. But it's actually yellow. I thought it was black. Their skin. Oh, yeah. And their skin is black. But their fur is yellow. And polar bears uh eat seals and polar bears yeah. don't eat people they don't eat people not and usually. they're in the south pole they're not in the north pole no wrong the opposite oh they're in the north pole they're not in the south pole wait are you <laughs> sure they're not in the south pole yeah it's 100 percent. Hmm, okay okay so prepare for pregnancy a female polar bear eats enough to double her own body weight gaining upward of 400 pounds her next step is to dig a maternity den, usually in snowdrifts, where she will stay for the duration of her pregnancy. And another two months after the birth of her cub, she just stays there. When all is said and done, the mother polar bear will have fasted for about eight months. What? Upon leaving the den, she then must navigate the ever-melting sea ice in search of food to keep herself and her cubs alive for the next two years until her cubs become independent. Wow. That's, you know... You and me talk about those uh, bacteria that can live in anywhere, extremophiles or whatever they're called. Uh-huh, yeah. It's kind of crazy to think that, like, mammals, like us, have the ability to, like, change their system so they can, like, eat a bunch and then store it. That's crazy. Like, eight months of not eating? I know. <laughs> I can't imagine. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to double your weight in food but like you know? but but it's gotta but your their body has a way of like absorbing all the nutrients somehow like what maybe the maybe the fat gets eaten back in or i don't even know all right no 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 it just yeah that's all she only uses the fat to to like as the nutrition source that's, that's it. just crazy yeah and i assume she must enter some sort of state of yeah. Like hibernation. Like if you're not moving very much, you're not using up a lot of energy. So those fat stores will last you a while, you know. So okay, the Taita African Sicilian, which is an amphibian. It kind of looks like a worm, honestly, but it's an amphibian. So uh, the Taita African Sicilian gives the skin off of her back, literally. Once this worm-like amphibian mom's eggs have hatched, she grows an extra nutritious layer of her skin that she allows the children to eat. She regrows it every three days until her squirmy young become more independent. The behavior is called dermatotrophy, which, while extremely generous, it does not harm the mother. Next. <laughs> Next. Disgusting. 
Skin off her back. <laughs> Give me some of the top ones. Uh, number five, the Emperor Penguin. The Emperor Penguin. Emperor Penguin. These yes, things the I've seen. These things waddle and fall. Yes, yes. And have you seen March of the Penguins? It basically describes all of motherhood in that movie. No, I didn't watch it. That was popular uh, though when it came out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the birthing process for emperor penguins is one of collaboration between mother and father. There you go, Jim. The mother exhausts her food reserves, producing an egg. After laying it, she transfers the egg to the father, an act that takes the utmost care from both of them because damaging the egg would mean the death of the chick-to-be. So, and they, you know, they can't really, like, hand things over. They have to, like, do a weird waddle shove with their feet in order to put it into the other penguin's feet. It's super awkward and weird and... They lose penguin chicks all the time like that. You, you think the penguin that has longer fins would survive? <laughs> they don't really have like fingers. They can't really grasp anything. But like the one that could hit it back and forth with its paddles, you know? <laughs> so after the transfer, the father incubates the egg while the mother goes off to walk for months in the snow to gorge herself on fish. She doesn't keep this fish for herself, though. Upon returning to her newly hatched chick, she regurgitates her feast to feed the baby. Oh. <laughs> all right. You're not really keen on all these things. Some of these are bad parents. <laughs> bad parents? <laughs> yeah, I'll play soccer with the kid's egg, and then I'll spit up all over it. Yeah. Okay, I'll just say the number one. Yeah. Okay, which, which is always a sad one. The giant Pacific octopus is perhaps the hardest working marine mom laying up to 74,000 eggs in a deep den or cave and painstakingly caring for them for seven months without leaving, not 70, even for food. 74,000 eggs? Yeah. Yo, there's a lot of octopus in the sea. No, because not many of them survive. That's why they kind of just do that like lottery lane type of thing where the majority of your eggs are going to die because the sea is just like probably one of the harshest environments ever so the the, the dad octopus comes over and like sprays it right yeah and then the mom just chills there and then all these little octopus come out and yeah well so so yes so yeah all the octopus come out whatever eggs survived during that time and then the little octopus come out yes and then they go out on their own and get fed upon by a shit ton of oh, creatures. Because if they're baby ones, all the fish can eat them. Every fish can eat them. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, tough. Yeah. That's why there's 74,000 of them. In a deep den or cave and painstakingly caring for them for seven months without leaving, not even for food. While this keeps the baby safe from predators, is it, it is an act of self-sacrifice. To survive without fe food, female giant Pacific octopuses live off the fats and proteins within their own body, ultimately dying of self-cannibalization as a result. If, so you, if you ever watch the movie My Octopus Teacher, that's what happens in it. And it's, and it's so sad because he like gets to know this octopus and then she lays eggs. And then right after she lays eggs and, and like... You you learn you like interact with this octopus the whole movie and then she dies because she laid all these eggs and why didn't he that, just feed her? That because he 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 didn't want to be it was hard he didn't want to be responsible he didn't want to like like interrupt nature like that's not how it works so he wanted to just observe he could have just the brought her food right where her eggs were and leave it there. <laughs> Sometimes he did, but he tried not to do that. Yeah. Even there was a time that there was some sharks that were attacking her and she lost some limbs, but she survived the encounter. And he, he really wanted to like protect her and like shoo away the sharks, but he didn't. He was just like watching her get like destroyed by these sharks. Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel sad for this octopus now. I tell you, it was a sad movie. Oh, man. It's a good one. It's good. Yeah. Recommendation. So, you know, how did your, how did these moms fare with your mom, Jim? I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough comparison. I feel well, like no, the... just an animal. No, I was just, you know, it was just like a fun, fun little thing. 
But, but yeah, you know, it's awesome to see that, like, motherhood, you know, is transferred throughout the animal kingdom and, like, the sacrifices that they make. Good for you guys, moms. You guys do an awesome job. And uh, with that, I think we'll, we're done for the day. Um, you have any last words, Jim? No. Glad I'm not an no? octopus. <laughs> well, you're a male. You would be a male octopus. You'd be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah so thanks for joining us guys if you enjoyed us follow us on any of our social media we're creativity level zero on instagram we're creativity underscore level underscore zero the number zero and uh follow us live on twitch every thursday at 9 p.m eastern time at creativity level zero again the zero is the number zero thanks for joining thanks guys